good. Hello and welcome to the Fireside Podcast. I'm Fergus Smith and I'm joined by Matthew Thompson. Evening, folks. Billy Kirkpatrick, who's washing his hands. Hello. The man with no camera, Ross Dewar. Hello. And uh, Craig Gregor, who has turned into a bed. Yes, I am, in fact, a bed, so hello. Well done, guys. Let's take two and we successfully navigated it. It's been a week, and uh, last week was Europa League week for Celtic and Rangers. Um, and another week. Talk about it. Uh, yeah, well, I was gonna. I was just gonna say another negative week for both teams. And uh, yeah, Celtic losing four 0 at home to Bayer Leverkusen. Um, I didn't expect to win the game, get anything out of the game. To be honest. Um, I'd hoped for a better performance than was given. Not really much else I could say. It's just it was another poor result, poor performance. On top of the other poor performances and poor results recently, but we so move really on. Consistent. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, consistent. Um, we we move on from that because. I think we'll do yeah. uh, this the same with the Rangers game. Um, uh, well, yeah, Rangers to, to, Rangers away to Sparta Prague, and um, uh, I would just like to say um, we don't like racists. Um, even if they are little kids, yeah, even so if fuck they are your little kids, kids basically. It's unacceptable. Racist kids. Um, I don't see why UEFA allowed such a thing to happen, and in this day and age, it shouldn't, or rather, ever should happen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, obviously Rangers losing out one nil to Sparta Prague away from home. Yeah, Less a poor, a poor night, a poor night for Scottish football. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, uh, the coefficient is drastically tumbling down right now. Yeah, but we are we we we're on track to so the the points that we lose. Like they come off, where where it should be on track to get more this season than we did that season. Oh yeah, hopefully if uh, teams start picking up points, but you know. Move. But yeah, we 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 will tumble down the order because other teams are performing yeah particularly well. We've got the, the two guaranteed Champions League next season to fall back on, and then that, that's all mm. we'll have. Right, congratulations, Hibs and uh, Hearts. Hearts. <laughs> Those two spots. Hibs and Hearts, who, uh, would, on... who would have been going into the international break undefeated if it wasn't for some cheating refs, that's all I'm going to say. On to the weekend, and um, Rangers were back home and they did they did host the undefeated, up until then, Hibs. Um, winning 2-1 in uh, controversial fashion, as, as it seems to be across uh, Scottish football Twitter the last couple of days. Craig's clapping his hands, he's ready. I know, there's a fly in the way. That, um, Billy's given that one a face as if it wasn't controversial. Well, it is controversial whether you agree with it or not. Um, whether you agree with the footballing rules or not. Well, if you, the way you're looking at it, if you're, if you're saying that that one is a guaranteed red card, then so is the Lindstrom one in the second minute. So. I have no idea about the rules of football. Lindstrom came off the ground, both feet. Out of control. Studs were studs were down. He wasn't. He wasn't off. He wasn't. Um, studs don't need to be up. Wasn't when high you're, either. Studs don't need to go up when both feet come off the ground, do they? 
I would think that uh, that would deem awesome. itself out of his control if uh, both feet come off the ground. Well, I'll can let... we talk about these two incidents separately? Are we going to yeah, say we're going to start with one? They are completely different. Should we start with the Lundstrom one because it was like the first thing that happened in the game? It was one of the first things that happened in the game. And um, if uh, if the referee had been the referee from the Alawa game who wasn't afraid to send someone off in the 25th second, then um, I think Lundstrom would have walked. Did you see the tackle though in the Alawa game? We didn't have much of a choice. I love those tackles. Yes, so unfortunately, this is the part where I have to be dead boring and go into technical explanations, which I don't like doing because it's, it's never fun. If we take the Lundstrom challenge in isolation, it's, uh, the distance is, for me, not relatively large. It's about two yards. Uh, I agree he does come off the ground. I do agree that there is an element of uncontrollable in the tackle. However... When he makes the tackle, for me, he gets the ball, but he does also catch the left back for hips. But the distance then that he stops, he doesn't. The motion doesn't perpetually take him ages. He's, he stops before the touchline. He's right beside the touchline. So for me, there's a, that regains an element of control. Personally, I think it's a. I still think it's a foul. Because I think the contact is with the man, but I don't think there should be any sanction. I don't think it's a red card. I don't think it's a yellow card. I think it's nothing more than a foul for what I would describe as a careless tackle. Yeah, so that's why Billy is no longer a referee. Sacked. Sacked. Uh, sacked. Yeah. I, but... I would probably agree. I think um, I would have been hesitant to even give a foul. It's a decent tackle to me. Well, yeah, but first... I, also, I, I think it was a decent tackle, but I also think that the, the Portis one was a decent tackle. Yeah, well, that's just that's silly. Oh, Bill, no putting, putting no in comment. easy Craig language from to understand um, <laughs> that it was a red card. Yes, and I, I think, but he didn't make, had... but he didn't, Billy, he didn't make contact with the man, and he got the ball. No, nope, he, he didn't. But I'll now explain why. I do think it's a red card. One, the distance travel. He's coming. He's coming at speed. It's a high intensity. So we tick that as a box. That is potentially dangerous to the opponent, so that's one. Two, he is he is high and he is over the ball at the point of contact, because you can you can see his um, hamstring is actually protecting the ball and the ground, so evidently there's an element of height in the challenge, so that's tick two for serious foul play. Three, he's coming straight-legged with the stud showing. Now, the stud showing, whether or not that's... That's... Uh, yeah, yeah. It's more the straight leg I'm interested in. That's a straight leg action at a high intensity. That's then an, another element of potential endangering the player's safety. And then for the moment, the motion, he just he flew out, the, flew into the tackle and then flew at the other end. I think the speed of the tackle as well also endangers the opponent. And I think Aribo is is lucky that he's he's grazed. He's not if, if proper contact is made, we can't say for certain it's a leg breaker, but the indication would point to there could be serious injury to the opponent. So I think the red card is the only option. And numerous numerous former top flight officials, numerous former pundits who have played at a much higher level than I've seen, watched, played at, have all said the same thing. But uh, numerous numerous uh, former top flight officials and have been found to be absolutely shit at being referees. Well, Dermot Gallagher, former Premier League referee, who is uh, also, I'm led to believe, a Celtic fan, said it was a red card. So that's good enough but, for me. Billy, every single week you... But it wasn't Celtic playing, it was Hibs. So why does it matter if it was a Celtic fan? 
Oh, just because there could be the element of old firm bias or Glasgow bias. Yeah, don't call it old firm bias. You won't like that. Uh, but, 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 but again, it was Hibs. Celtic weren't mentioned in the in the thing, so it was irrelevant to the conversation. But it was Look, involving Rangers, so Rangers. Rangers player that was fouled. So that's... Well, yeah, it was involving Rangers, not Celtic. Sorry. Um, uh, Just from my point of view, Portis obviously made the tackle to try put his mark on the game, and he was reckless. I made the tackle. He made the tackle to win the ball and stop uh, um, Rangers attacking, which he didn't do. In hence, he was. Uh, well, he did get the ball, and he did stop Rangers. He did attacking. win the ball. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, I would win be... the ball. That is one thing they did do. <laughs> Definitely won the ball. Definitely yeah, didn't I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing. He didn't win the. He didn't win the ball. He definitely won the ball. But it's the manner of how he's won it. That, that's the problem. Like twenty years Craig. ago, that's it's fine. fine, Craig. Because Billy Mattinger all have their blue glasses on right yeah. now. I can see them. I, I, not... I still stand by the, the statement of if a Rangers player comes in the tackle like that, he doesn't doesn't get set off. He's, like, I think that's probably. I think that's probably true. But that's but my, my logic would be the opposite to you, which is that I feel like they should be sent off in that situation. No, nah, I don't think anyone should be sent off in that situation. I I think of the rules of the game at the moment. You can't. You essentially just can't go in like that. Maybe, maybe you should be able to. Maybe that's the argument we can make that you should be able to. But in this day and age of football, you can't do that. And I do just back. think I do just think our referees are shit. Okay, and everyone at any possible opportunity should call them out on being shit. Players, fans, oh, I, coaches, managers, the media. I don't think, no, I, I have to disagree with that. referees are not up to the I'd also say that the team that me and Ferg happen to support benefit from more decisions than all bar one club. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, yeah, I, I don't but, think but the referees are are shit. They have. I don't think that's a fair a and sweeping generalisation to make. Please do it. The, the problem that we have is that one, they're part time, so you're asking part time people to do full time work. That's what uh, I do. But they can uh, still do better. They can still do better. They get, there's, obviously, there's elements that they can improve. But I think part time. But the, but they should. They, they only need to referee when there's a game on. The, the problem is though. You know, yeah, that was an that was an insightful comment. They only have to referee when there's a game <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, it's true. But, but that's the thing, though. But in the same sense, the town giving out cards to people. But in the same <laughs> sense, though, that uh, players right. players will train what three, four times a week, and then you know have that preparation. You know, oh, sorry, for a game. Referees need to train how to. Well, they do. Cards. You know, they need to keep the fitness up. They need to keep the you know mental side of the game. It's it's a big part of it. You know, you're expecting guys that are maybe doing a fraction of what the full-time guys are doing and expecting the same results. It's, it's just not achievable. You know, you need to have these guys doing full-time work and then noticeably you should see then the level improve. I, but I agree with that. that the problem is that, if, if we go on a constant sentence. barrage, we, we're going to end up where we ended up in 2010 with a referee strike. Good. You know, Good. Well, if there's no referees, there's no game. So No, just play without the referees. I think that'll be fun. Yeah. But Billy's whole sentence there was just like a, a major cope. Oh, the referees have got to be nice to the referees because they're uh, no, no, told don't need off to be nice. for, for being critical. You need to be to subjective. You need to you've be subjective. And I'm being subde- subjective. The referees are not very good in Scottish football. Well, you've got to bear in mind though that the referee on a Saturday haven't spent all night at the Masonic Lodge on Friday. Oh, yeah, that's also true. <laughs> I'm not even going to dignify um, that response. Um, no. J- I will point you to a specific uh, referee, Mr. Bobby Madden, on Robert. Sunday at the Celtic game was was uh, putting in one of the 
the most Bobby Madden referee performances ever. And that's not that's like that's not just for Celtic or just for Aberdeen. Both teams were not getting decisions given to them when they should have been given. <clears throat> I mean, there were there were thirty seven fouls in that game, <laughs> and some of them some of them just weren't fouls. I've got to say towards Bill that um, well, a lot of these guys are working 40, 50 hour a week jobs plus trying to referee. You're never going to Well, they don't achieve... have to referee. No one's making them. Yes, but... Yeah, but if we don't have it, referees, <laughs> you don't have a game. Referees, you don't have any games. It's not a difficult concept. And then the whole podcast is null and void because we don't have anything to talk about. <laughs> but my point is they, they make the choice to referee so they can make the effort to try and be a bit better at refereeing. Well, do you think these guys go and do that? Do you think they go in courses and stuff like that around Europe to try and improve? It's not as simple yeah, they're not trying. It's not... I don't think your point's very, not... very good to you. They don't just wake up on a Saturday, no, no, turn up at the game that. at 2 that's... o'clock and that's them. That's their mode. Like, they're they're the, all no, week. The quality of our referees could be better, but yeah. like, I go, can't just be like, oh yeah, the referees... Just go and be better. Like, try more. Just no, I'm not. More, not no, but I'm saying, I'm saying because they are Billy's saying all like because Billy's saying all they're, they're part time and they have, they work other jobs. If that's the case, if they can't cope with work being a referee at the same time, then it is a choice for them. It's not. It's, it's, not the right? it's a them. choice for every referee because every referee is part time now. So, that, so what's the, a, yeah, but my question to you then, Fergus, what's the alternative? What they just don't ref. <laughs> So we've got no well, referees. Not, not everyone has to referee. Well, I'm no, not saying every referee in the country is shit. I'm just saying the standard really of refereeing is not not great. It could be better. I'm not denying that. How much are they paid, Bill? Just out of interest. Depending on... You're talking about between 200... League 2 to Premier League. You're talking about between 200 and £1,000 a game. Right. So not that much money in comparison to a lot of the big... You know... No, no, the big referees obviously get more, and that's why it's a full-time job for them, and that's why exactly. they're better. I understand that, but I'm saying to argue and say, oh, they've got other jobs that they have to do as well, when right. the referee's basically like, it's you a can, choice you for can them turn to that do around that. and say, oh, the standard of League One in Scotland isn't very good because the footballers are part-time, shouldn't they just play more? Well, that is no. basically yeah. what you're saying. No, is. You're done no, that. I'm, not say, I'm not saying the referees should ref more. I didn't say that. I'm not saying the, the players in League One should play more. Again, that's an, another thing. That's a choice. Like, they're they them playing football is not their full time career. They choose to play football because they enjoy playing football. Okay. In the same sense that the, the referees <laughs> choose to referee because they weren't very good at football, but they enjoy to keep being part of the game. I think we we better just move on because we're going in absolute circles here. Mm-hmm. Let's do that. Um, Talk about the goals in the Rangers. Nah, nah shit no, goals. no goals. Um, it was it was a great cross by um, Patterson, which probably What's brings on to Bill's to point the of player. Well, you see, I obviously last week I gave a ominous message to Mister Gerard, and he's, he's listened to me very well. And obviously, his team's got the victory because of it. And well, I just I can't help but feel part of the success at the weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like to congratulate Billy on Rangers' win. Well done, Bill. It's all you. Um, That does take Rangers to uh, still top of the league and one point worse than they were last season, which is quite remarkable considering Rangers really haven't played any game where they've been good yet. The the point still stands from last week that, yes, they haven't played well, but they still 
managed to pick up pick up points basically. Oh yeah, I mean, <clears throat> you look at the game. Rangers had what twenty shots against Hibs, but only had four on target. If you end up being a bit more clinical, the game could have been massively different. Well, yeah, but also to have twenty shots and only four on target, like yeah, the strikers should just not, like try and shoot more. Just try and well, shoot better. No, no, no. They should try and shoot <laughs> better. Yeah, not more. Spend more Again, time and shoot better because it's their better. choice to be a striker. Yeah. Then do they? Oh yes, totally agree. A true one. There were no championship games on the weekend, so we can just skip over that. Was one. it not? No, yeah. there definitely oh, was. Yeah, there, also, actually, yeah, Wraith beat Kelly. You're all, no, Ray. but you're also forget. You're also no, but you're also for. You're also forgetting the uh, Hearts um, continued their good their good start to the season. Oh uh, yeah. After promotion, uh, with a two 0 win over Motherwell, um, who were also on good form at the start of this season. Yeah, Hearts undefeated going into the international break. Uh, they had almost won the league by October until uh, Rangers decided to win. Now they're in second in the league by October. I mean, a few seasons ago, Hearts won the league in September. So and really they have they have they have dropped off. They won the league uh, and got relegated. Yeah, they, and got relegated. They did win the league That's and get relegated in the same season. We can only um, hope that the same happens again this year. But Dundee are going to make that hard for them. <laughs> Dundee, Dundee and Ross County. Are gonna, oh, they're going to make they're, it really they're hard. Make it very hard for them. I, I think, I think they've already say, got enough points. You've got to say, like, fair play to Hearts. Yeah, they're good Coming side. up newly, like, we'll, the newly we'll, pro- promoted side. Um, after all their sort of their dramatic ongoing last year. Well, they weren't. Well, not last year, but before last season started. And it kind of it carried on basically the whole season for them. They didn't feel like they deserved to be where they were, but I think the majority of people believe that they did deserve to be where they were. I mean, yeah, they hundred percent deserve to be relegated. Last uh, well, two seasons ago, when they got relegated, three three seasons ago now. Well, Craig, you got this. You got this. No, um, no we got there. And then they went got relegated to the championship and built a pretty solid Premiership side when they were in the championship. Yeah, so, which meant they walked well. They should have walked the championship a lot easier than they did. They did. But well, we did say we did say last season that that Hearts should be walking that. Yeah. League and uh, at, at times it looked like they were gonna gonna try their best to bottle it. They did try try their hardest to bottle at that point. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't convinced they'd, they'd, they'd do much. I thought they'd be sort of. I mean, we're still early. They could still yeah. bottle it. But they have surprised. Made some good signings in the summer. Yeah, uh, I think coming up. So. I think, like I said last week, it's sort of like how long can these teams, like Hearts, Hibs, Motherwell, continue the the sort of way they're playing? Because it does ha- it does happen. Teams will start well and they will drop off. Well, coming into sort yeah. into sort of December time through winter period, it's a busy time a year. Yeah. Um, in the season for everyone, so a lot of game like fixture congestion and they could they could see like one result going like away from them and then they just go on a run of poor results yeah I just I, I do just wonder I, I, I do worry for some of the teams on how, how they're going to cope through that I period. worry for our team I worry for our team as well because we are we're quite thin on the ground in terms of depth yeah, um, yeah. you do like losing so, players in international duty to be fair so and it is, yeah, we're coming into a busy period. We've got Europa League as well. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's going to be a struggle to get through the next um, was it eight weeks till the New Year's until the transfer window opens or something. Eight weeks till the New Year's when more than that, surely. No, two years. Oh, right. Well, Ferguson eight weeks till the transfer window opens, which isn't a New Year, so I think. Sorry, yeah, 12 weeks. Yeah. 12 weeks. I'm almost close to Yeah, he's just yeah, October, but, but, um, yeah. No, get Emilio, he's a Gary on loan or something like that. I, I take it he's uh, well, available. Is James Forrest um, just constantly injured now? Is that. Is he never going yeah, to I don't, I don't know, just. <clears throat> question mark. Did he come back for like a few weeks and now he's dead again? He played well when he came back but, for two weeks. Angie has said that he does plan to go into. Well, he he actually said that this was never going to be a one-window rebuild. It was always going to have to be two or three windows to get in the players that he needs. Yeah, obviously, it takes, takes time to build. There will team. be, there will probably be fairly significant incomings in January, from what it seems, because the Japanese season sort of wraps up in the coming months, and then <clears> I think he's gonna look into their market a bit. There's a few players that he's apparently looking at. Hopefully some of them can play centre-half. He was looking at is it a 21-year-old that plays centre-half. Uh, yeah. plays in the Japan League. His contract expires in January. Can't yeah, forget, I, I can't remember him. his name, but um, apparently 6-3. Obviously from but, Japan. Yeah, the, as long as he can play centre-half, I'm sure Celtic will play, take him. Celtic definitely have to recruit. recruit just not, not, not necessarily for first team people, but. And I'll, t- I'll tell you who's a free agent at the minute. Uh, Saminovic. Saminovic no. is a free no. agent to get him. Back. Tackle Kenny Miller, but I think he's. I don't think he's playing anymore. Oh, if we're going back, if we're going to that tackle, I'm sure Bill would have said it was a red card because he came in too fast. Nonsense. Uh, why are we talking about tackles from two years anyway, ago? Yeah, that, that's his story. A lot more than um, two, five years ago. However long ago let's, it was. Let's let's move on. Uh, championship. Uh, Air travelled. Air travelled to Partick, um, hoping to hoping yeah hoping to continue Duffy Ball. Billy uh, purchased his, his father a, a lovely birthday present to go and uh, witness the game live. And what a lovely birthday present it was! Four nil, Partick Thistle. <laughs> Duffy Ball. Yeah. Are you still talking about your Duffy Ball now, Craig? Uh, yeah, there's some speed bumps along the way, obviously, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, speed bump? That's a fucking I mean, mountain. Can, when, can when you have inherited a squad as disjointed as the yeah. one Mr. David Hopkins assembled, it's difficult. You, you know, you can't turn shit into gold overnight. Also, it takes time. It didn't help. We, uh, we lost our two of our best attacking uh, players. Um, well, I don't actually know why... Uh, Bradley was out, but uh, O'Connor has uh, dislocated his shoulder, so he'll be out for a few weeks. Which you is sure a... he's dislocated his shoulder? Yes, I am sure he's dislocated well, his shoulder. Because I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure your message read uh, that he was dead. Well, yeah. yeah. Then they resurrected him and realised that it was just his shoulder that was dislocated, so it was all good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, ideal. Um, but, we move. Uh, obviously... Ian McCall has uh, tried to buy the league, uh, but he's still a ratty, sneaky bastard. So, I think it's important to to point out. I'm not worried about him. Don't you worry. I think it's important to point out 
that was an incredibly important result for Partick to win that game. They've not had the best sort of run of it to start the season. A bit sort of up and down. Their away forms, uh, well, not not ideal. So a big win like that, it's sort of, it's a confidence booster for them. But they need to go back and back to the drawing board again and sort of rethink what they plan to do. Yeah, it was a strange when Duffy decided to change back to a five at the back when he's been playing a four at the back since he basically took over and uh, moved to a five at the back and we shipped four goals. So I'm um, hoping he, yeah. he'll see sense um, in a couple of weeks' time. Obviously, he's got the week off now to train with the team um, and implement more of his ideas. So hopefully he goes back to the four at the back that was working. Mm, and it's it's not long. What? 20, 20 odd days till uh, air host big rivals Kelly. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Billy's making a nervous face for that one, but um, no, I don't think we should be nervous about it at all. Three weeks away or something. I'm we hit, terrified we hit, is my honest answer. We, uh, we, we were unlucky in the game at Rugby Park uh, after some dodgy referee decisions. We'll be fine. Well, that, that's, that, that's the thing. Air looked decent in that game. But, How many years now uh, since we actually lost to the uh, Somerset? I believe it's twenty. Uh, yes, but how many times? Have, how many how, is what I'm thinking. How many, how many times have you wrong. played them at Somerset in that well, time? Uh, more than enough that we <laughs> we realised that we should have lost one. I'll give you that. That's... No, yeah, yeah, but being in being in the di- in the different division from your your major rival. Yeah, but obviously, whenever we played them, even though we were in a lower division, we still uh, didn't lose them at Somerset. So. That's true. Uh, also, yeah. it being a Tuesday, which means um, more of us could actually go to the game. I believe, yeah, we're going to get the full five aside podcast here. Is that what we're going to get? Um, 100%. It's a Tuesday, hey, night, so I'll be there. A is it midweek? It is a Tuesday. Oh, yeah. I'll be, we just said it's a Tuesday. Matt, oh, like, what day is it? There's something at the door. Um, yeah, I'll be there. Belly's questionable because uh, That's a, uh, train strikes might cause him to be late. Yes. No, you'll be fine. I don't though. know when the train strikes actually are. No, we can, I'm sure. I can't. I can't wait for. I can't wait for it to walk in, uh, stand in the terrace, and uh, Matt turn around about five minutes later and say that his toes are cold. Hey, we're getting to cold. It's it. cold toes season. What are they? And then uh, they'd contemplate whether I'm going to get a pie at half time and not getting one. You know. What What are the current pies of choice at Somerset? Or you could yeah. do a Craig and just get to the Scotch pie and the steak and ale pie. Is that the still the Somerset Bob steak and ale pie? Uh, no, it's just called the steak and ale pie now. Did his name get taken off? <laughs> yeah, he's been disassociated. I don't know. Could, do you want to whisper? That's why they didn't do that years ago. They brought him back. No, they didn't bring him back. No. Anyway, I don't know why. I don't know why we're we're on an Air United fucking. Well, it's better than the old fun podcast we usually host every week. I was asking um, pies, which is quite important. Yes. Uh, Kamarnik, have crumbled uh, at home to Wraith, mm-hmm. losing three one. Get it up, you, you dirty Kelly bastards. So then the, the shock I, of the I, week I, was that Hamilton managed to win. Who, was that the shock of the week? It was, well, I'd say it's a shock of the week. They, well, they beat Inverness or top league. I think the shock of the week was Celtic winning an away game. <laughs> but, but we're not talking about the championship, are we? They beat, uh, they beat Inverness yeah, with 10 men. The, it's not a championship shock of the week. So Inverness yeah, but and... We're talk, we're, but we're, we've moved on from the premiership. Yeah, we're just going to keep talking here. No, I'm just telling you that we've moved on from Inverness the Inverness uh, missed a chance to go six points clear at the top of the league, but then they lost a 10-man Hamilton. It's a shame on them. 
Hamilton had to win someday. Okay. I'll tell you what, though, on a on a championship related note, there are three things that are certain in life: death, taxes, and infernal losing. It is. But you know, it's not uh, well, Pierre it, Gasly. It will continue for, for 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 more time to come because, yes, as Craig's saying, Dunfermline have confirmed that it's not Peter Grant's fault and he will not be leaving. It's a club. very, very bold statement from the club to basically just come out and blame everyone apart from the Aye. manager. What does what it say? Don't back down, double down. Yeah. So what they've done, what they've done is basically said, right, we won't sack you, but we're also going to release a statement and say that yeah, you're the man for the job. He's not doing not too bad, fault. is he? You know, you, we're sitting at the bottom of the league uh, with, uh, uh-huh. with four points from uh, eight games. So. I really thought they'd be better. I mean, I didn't think they'd be... I, I, thought, I, thought they'd be I thought they'd be up there challenging for... I thought they'd be going for the promotion place. The board also thought that, man. That's why they doubled down. Yeah, they, maybe you know what? They could still turn it round. If you can start a season this badly, other teams can end the season this badly. Yeah. True. If you think about it, they're going to average it. They'll probably get somewhere in the region of about eighteen points this year, and that might that might be enough. It might keep them safe. But I'd like um, in their statement they did uh, say that they 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 could have won the game against Queen and South at the weekend if it wasn't for a dodgy referee decision disallowing a perfectly legitimate goal, and uh, their goal was a hundred percent not perfectly legitimate, and it was a clear offside. And uh, I, I don't know, I have a clue what they're actually on about at that point. That's pretty cool if you ask it, me. T- to be honest, it smacks of absolute tin pot embarrassment and desperation. If I was a Dunfermline fan right now, I'd be protesting. Next home game, storm the centre circle, storm it. Mm-hmm. I heard it here first. He's he's been say, he's been saying this. They need they need to storm the centre circle, but they've not. No one stormed stormed a centre. Like who who storm who thinks I'm going to storm a centre circle today? The fans the football on the roads in London. Make them Dunfermline fans. Yeah. Storm the centre circle. Or they just like block off yeah. the entrance to the, the stadium so the team can't get in. Can't, yeah. can't lose if your team don't get in. True, forfeiting and losing 3 0 would be better at this point. It might be better for the match. <laughs> um, yeah, obviously <clears throat> Kelly, Kelly faltering a bit. They could have you know, they taken advantage and caught up Inverness a bit. But well, same with Inverness, could have taken advantage and pulled away. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. but, but yeah. Um, League One and Queen's Park continued their, I want to say, undefeated start to the season. Yeah, they are still undefeated. Yep. Well, one each draw with Montrose. Um, I mean, the the Craig will call them the money team and they're buying the league and all that. But well, them and Cove Rangers between them, so much money they can splash in League One. Promoted last season, promoted at the end of last season into the league, Um, and. They've started well, it's just, again, yeah. one of these things, like, can they continue the... Like like I said last week, it is, it is one to watch in League One, with how tight it is. It is very tight. Between uh, top and eighth is only six points, so... Mm-hmm. Well, I say only six points, because we're only nine games into the season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a quarter of the way. We're establishing it. Yeah, good start for Queen's Park, and hopefully they can continue in that that vein. Yes. Yeah. Um, great input, lads. I was well. I was going to say, um, obviously, the other money team uh, in League Two, other money team. Uh, buying buying the league and continuing their good form uh, with a two-one victory over Annan. 
and another money team or, or something else. Hearts, team. Uh, I thought it was, uh, it was obvious when that one. No, I, I said, I said, who's that? Come on, some of yeah. some of these listeners might not know. True, true, true. No, um, they they have um, they have pulled out a gap early on in the season, uh, four points ahead of second place, and uh, much to much like everyone was thinking, really. It looks like they're on on for a league win and a promotion. Yeah, if they can just uh, keep doing what they're doing, you can see them definitely going up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's yeah. Obviously, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't have to, Sorry, we don't have to actually talk about how the predictions went this week. Though, no, no, actually, I would so, like to. I would like to. Shut up, Billy. Shut the fuck up. Uh, the predictions again didn't go great for anyone. Me and Craig particularly did didn't have a great time of it. With well. I mean, I mean, fourteen out of forty is not great for us. It's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> it's the best. Out it's the best out of the five of us. Um. Yeah. I I, I like Craig said. It's uh, no need to talk about it. And uh, I I standing stayed the same anyway. So it well, we can we can talk about Billy's perfect start in the Thursday getting both uh, scores correct. <laughs> Well, that's true. Uh, I reckon. I reckon he, he actually went and changed it because I don't remember. I mean, what what with the, it's meant to be a domestic podcast, so do they really count? That's true. No, they don't. Oh, the domestic podcast. Now is that what we're going with? Yeah. Yeah, the domestic podcast. Watch out, Billy's just about to jump round to Matt's house and batter him. <laughs> get real. Get real. Get real oh, in that case, Craig, you can take away your two points. So were you fair? You could lose your two points. Oh, that's fine. I'm fine with that. As long as you lose your ten points. Yeah, we are only losing two. You're losing ten. But um, anyway, um, the, the league, the league football, something well, important stuff. One, one, one last thing. It has been announced by the joint response group today that red zones are no longer necessary in the SPFL. Um, what else? Teams don't have to follow specific rules with. Uh, Training complexes and whatnot, and hospitality, etc. Basically, less COVID restrictions at, at your full stadiums. So, full stadiums can now be full stadiums with away fans, etc. Et I'm sure Celtic and Rangers will still find a way to not let away fans in, though. Fingers crossed. I don't. I don't think there's any excuse now. Um, yeah. There is a lot. Anyway, of we are now in the international break. Scotland Woo-hoo! squad. Scotland squad have. Uh, have I was going to say they have travelled. They've not. They've, they haven't they've travelled to uh, because nowhere. Uh, they'll be they'll be in Scotland training uh, for big game against Israel at the weekend Saturday night. Buzzing. Uh, you don't want to miss this. Unless you're deciding to cracker. go on holiday and sell your ticket. Well, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so I just had tickets, but decided to go to Alton Towers. <laughs> Some of us didn't even get a ticket in the first place. So, Mister Mr. Jerry was working; like, he couldn't get a time off. Lagging for having a job. Who's going? Jer- oh yeah, it's me and Bill and Cal and Dave. That's right. And Craig's going. And Dave, yeah, and Dave. Um, that's it. And Craig always going. Yeah. Anyway, yep. Scotland take on Israel. Boo. Craig, how do you think this one's going to go? <sighs> you know, we play Israel enough time. Do you think I'd have a fair? Uh, Judgment of how the game would turn out, but uh, in those, the last six games we played against them over the past couple of years, uh, 
has been two wins, two draws, two losses. So um, it, it could really go anyway. But I'm going to go bold with a a three now Scott. No, 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 a two now Scottish bet today. We're not going to score three goals. Very Scottish, is it? Okay, uh, my prediction now. This is a quick message for Steve Clark. This is a warning to you, Steve. You don't get four points out of six. There'll be a Scottish inquiry to you. Four points? Four points. If you don't get six, six points, points out of six. I'll take four. I'll take four. You'll take four? No, you won't take four. I'll take four, but no, if you get less not. than four, I'll be angry. No, we need six. We need, we need six. I know we need six. Nothing less. Four. Nothing less. However, I have feeling confident, Steve. and I will go for a 2 1 Scotland victory. Oh, that's exactly what I was going to go for, so you can put me down for the same. Um, I hate to say it, but every time we play Israel, uh, we tend to be quite stinking. Um, I'm going to say one all. If I, I'm sorry, can I change? I'm going to go one nil, one nil Scotland. But you I can't see a one of our defenders to go in hard in that stupid Zahavi in, in the first minute, and then that'll be us sorted. <laughs> That's all they've got. They They're do, a one-trick pony. They do, they do call him the Israel Kenny Miller. They do, call, they do call him that. He is known locally as Israel Kenny Miller. We have a Scottish Joseph Simonovich that could take him out then. Oh my God. Yeah, his name's Adam Gallagher. That's fine. Yeah. I think uh, full, full house in Hamden. It's going to be absolutely rocking. And uh, Scotland are going to come out 3-0 winners because Steve Clark's going to change it and he's, he's going to stop playing a fucking five at the back. He's not. No, he's not. He's, he's not going to... He is. There's no he's point of a change on winning the formula. He is. He is. I don't even want he him is. to stop. No, no I don't want him to stop either. He is. He's going to stop doing it because it's stupid. It's dumb. Okay. It works. No, it's dumb. We're hard to score again. It's dumb. It's, it's, it's not dumb. exciting, 3-0. It's 3-0 Scotland. Next up, Scotland travel to the fishing village of the Faroe Islands. Right, here uh, we go. Craig. I, I know, I, I, I'm i already set up for us to, to beat Israel comfortably and then go to the Faroe and stumble and somehow draw one each or something. But I'm, I'm going to go for a, a 4 0 victory to Scotland. I hope so. Um, I'm going to go for 1 0 Scotland. I'd take it. I don't actually care how many women buy it, just as long as we win. Closure. Oh, no, Matt was before me with his prediction. This was waiting for well, no, Matt just said, put me down, down, oh. down for different. It's, yeah. You're next to the oh, list. Okay. I'm going to echo Bill's opinion and say 1 0 to Scotland. We're going to be awful with sneakers. Well. I mean, that's embarrassing. That's I'll give embarrassing. us 2. I'll give us 2 0. I mean, we beat Moldova 1 0, so I'm. Like I said, I don't, the scoreline does not matter. I'm just getting visions of Georgia away, I'm getting visions of Kazakhstan away. Not Kazakhstan, Lithuania. I'm sure. Liechtenstein, a lot of them. No, no, Macedonia, I, I, yeah. I, I completely agree with Craig. I'm just, I'm just feeling like these. it's one of these games where Scotland don't win. But I've got to be confident and uh, we, we are going to run out 6-0 winners. Obviously, <laughs> Because is winning nine uh, 0 over these two games. But I think see the thing is, see if we do go out and beat Israel comfortably in the first game, I think we will go and put in a really good performance against the Pharaohs because the confidence will write up. Because at that point, you would say with a game against the Pharaohs and then the next game against Moldova after that, with you need you, you win those two games, your second group guaranteed before you go into the last game. <laughs> so the, the Israel game is a big one. You win that one, that gives you the confidence for the other games. <laughs> you don't win the game with the fair oils. You don't deserve to make major tournaments. No, exactly. These are these games are the ones you need to win. 
onto the big stuff. Um, whatever it's called, the challenge trophy or whatever the it's SPFL called. SPFL Trust, SPFL Trust oh. Trophy. SPFL Trust Trophy. There you go. Um, and Kilmarnock host Qu- Kilmarnock host Queens Park on Friday night. I think. Yeah. Yes. Um, Craig. Uh, well, I believe under the lights at Rugby Park, uh, Queen's Park will come out and uh, win comfortably 3 <laughs> 0. <laughs> well, I think the. Me, um, me, me and Craig going for two points again this week. I think Kilmarnock will edge it. I do think it'll be a comfortable victory, but I do think they will edge it. Uh, and I'm going to go for Kilmarnock 2, Queen's Park 1. Um, I'm going to say Kilmarnock 3, Queen's Park 1. I'm going to go 2-0, Kelly. Let's see what the Queen's Park fan thinks. I think it would just be me and Fergal laughing um, when Luca Connell bats his third at the weekend. And- exactly. Luca Connell is he, he's back. He's starting games for Queen's Park now. He hates the and, Kelly. Uh, he, yeah, he probably hates the Kelly. Who doesn't? No reason to believe that, but probably. Um, not, not quite Craig, but I'm going to go 2-1 Queen's Park because, you know, love and upset and I hate Kelly. Yeah. Next, next on the list, Queen of the South play host to Partick, and uh, Partick can't travel apparently. Um, they just don't they don't play well away. Sorry, they can't. Tra- they're allowed to go to the game. Queen of the South sorry. is a, a tough place to go on a on a Friday night. Um, I don't know if, if it's any different to go in there on a, a Wednesday or a night or a Tuesday night, but you know, on a Friday night really tough. And uh, Partick are going to struggle, and they're going to lose three uh, one, no two one. I'm going to go for score draw. 1-1. One, one. Really? Um, I'm going to say Partick are going to win 1-0. Yeah, I'll have, have Partick 2-0. Um, I meant to type 3-1. So, yeah. 3-1 to Queen of the South. Because Partick, they can't, they can't play away from home. Um, next, Wraith host East Fife in what should be a convincing victory. Well... A derby match, so I don't think it'll be too convincing, you know. Derby matches are often closer than normal matches, you know. Uh, so I'm going to go for a, a 1 0 <laughs> Wraith victory. I don't know why, I'm just rambling on some. <laughs> uh, full time from Starks Park, the score's going to be Wraith 2, East 5 0. I, I hate that I'm copying Bill again, but I'm going to also echo his opinion and say 2-0. Oh, I really hate that I'm copying second place every time oh, I'm going to They're laughing, but I'm nearly double their points. Uh, you know what? Wraith were crap at the weekend, so I'll go one each. In fairness, Joe, I've only submitted about half the games worth Sorry, of Wraith were crap at the weekend. Kelly 3-1. Who am I thinking of? Oh, Christ, yeah, that's right. I'm still going uh, one Celtic, each. Celtic, I think. <laughs> Probably. Um, Anyway, yeah. I was thinking of Inverness. Uh, I'll do like, it. I said, I'll like I said, com- <laughs> comfortable, comfortable victory for Wraith, and it will be three nil. Still each. On to Montrose and Morton travel to Montrose. Um, I was going to say I'm going to go for a cup set, but I don't even know if Montrose winning as a cup set. You know, because all the other ones have been a perfectly legitimate, like Queens Park winning three nil. Um, I'm going to go for uh, two nil to Montrose. Score draw, 1-1. One, one. Um, 2 nil Morton. Um, now I'm going to go, I think, Montrose as well. I'm going to go 1-0. Uh, 
Um, nah, Morton. Morton, mate. 2-1 Morton. Next, we go north and it's uh, Cove taking on Albion Rovers. Huge game. Yeah, uh, and it's going to be a huge victory for Cove Rangers with a 5-0 win. Yeah, Cove win for me, uh, 3-1. 2 1 to Cove. I'll go um three nil Cove. Um not to be harsh, Albion Rovers are woeful, but they are gonna they're gonna pull off probably a upset of the week and a a score draw, one each after ninety minutes. I don't know if that does that count? I guess it does count. It is is a massive upset. Um, Elgin host Inverness in the final game. Yes, uh, I, I think this could be the, the upset of the week uh, where Elgin are going to pull off a, a two all draw. Um, Grow up. Yeah. Uh, nah, I think Inverness will win, but not comfortably. 2 1 to Inverness. Um, I'm gonna say one nil to Inverness. I'll go um two nil Inverness. Uh, much like Craig, I'm going for a four goal game, but uh, it will be three one to Inverness. And it will be you know what that confident. There you go. That's confidence. That that confident. I've, I've put it in. So it's well, ending three one. I'm that confident. I look forward to coming back next week with my forty points, as I get all eight games correct. I'll transfer you fifty pounds if you get forty points. Deal. Shake his hand, Craig. Yeah. Man. Uh, anyway, that I don't think there's any anything else to address. No. 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 So yep. Jer, say goodbye. Uh, goodbye, everyone. If you've made it uh, this far, uh, thank you. <laughs> and also, sorry. Ouch. Right, grow up. Billy? Goodbye. Best of luck to Steve and the men on Saturday and Tuesday. Mont Scotland. Uh, Matt? Yep. Hope to see everyone at Hamden on Saturday. And good night. And Craig, what language have you learnt for us this week? Uh, uh, I keep forgetting to learn some new languages. Next, if someone reminds me next week, maybe I'll remember to learn some new languages. But um, it will just be a goodbye for me this week. Well, thank you, Craig. Thank you, everyone. And we'll be back next week. Mm-hmm. Good night and God bless. <laughs>